Hey guys, it's your girl Mala. And it's your girl Rini, and you're tuned into Big Chat with Mala and Rini. So we're just going to dive right into this. My name is Mola, and I'm first-generation Caribbean-American, born and raised in New York City. My mom is from a small little island in the Caribbean called Montserrat. Most people never heard of it. Trust me. And my father is from the beautiful island of Antigua. And I'm hosting this show with my cousin, Rini. And I'm her cousin. Uh, I'm also first-generation caribbean um, oh, sorry, Caribbean American. Woo, almost forgot where I was. Uh, and both of my parents are from the beautiful island of Antigua as well. And yeah, we're just gonna have some fun here. Are you guys ready? So, a few years ago, I did have this bright idea. I'm like, oh my god, why don't I start a podcast? All my friends know I love. I love to talk. I love chat. I love talk. I love chat. Right? So, I came up with a name of the podcast. It was going to be called Talk the Tings. But I wanted this grand production. I wanted cameras and all this stuff. But I didn't know where to start. And then, a friend of mine who started her own podcast, she was like, why don't you just try anchor and I was like oh awesome then I'm sitting in and I'm brainstorming with myself brainstorming with myself brainstorming with my cousin I'm like okay talk to things with Marla and me mm, maybe not then I said how about big chat with Marla and me sent it to me she was like yes that's a go now for all those who don't know talk to things for my American friends that means you know, talk the truth, speak the truth. That's what you're gonna do, right? Big chat. Now, in the West Indian community, you know, when your family say, or your parent, whoever, aunt, grandma, whatever, and say, you have big chat, means you're talking like an adult. What better name for our podcast than big chat? We are finally adults. Duh, it made total sense. So here we are. Now, you're tuning in to Big Chat with Mama and Rini. I was like, that has an awesome ring. And Rini was like, oh, that's it right there. We're rocking with that. And so that is how we came up with the title of our podcast. I mean, what better way than two Korean Americans to speak on Korean American life? And as adults, using Big Jet, as our parents would say. <laughs> so, Shireen, question for you. Growing up in the Bronx, two West Indian parents, all your West Indian family around, Impacted How do you everything feel it that's has made impacted me your life that I am today. today. Honestly, I mean, I grew up like a lot of other, I think, Caribbean mm-hmm. American kids, where you might have one parent in the household 
and one parent that is still back at home in the in their home country. So my dad wasn't really in New York as much. He would visit, but he wasn't always mm-hmm. here. So, you know, his him being in Antigua was like, you yeah. know, that's the refuge. That's where you go in the summertime when your parents got to go to work and they're not going to pay for no child care. Either go into Antigua for three months or somebody, somebody family member is Talk taking you in. That's pretty much how that went. But I mean, growing up Caribbean American, I felt like that gave me a little extra spice. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wasn't just... Like I wasn't just American. I was. I had a whole lot of extra culture. I had, you know, different music. I had a whole different side to myself that I felt, you know, mm-hmm. set me apart. And you know, it was cool. I loved it. I I still love it. Yeah. I mean, you know, growing up with all those people, like my house was the hub. You feel me? Like my apartment was like where everybody got their start. So even before we were yep. born, my house was full. Then they started having kids. Yep. The house was even more full. It's not like people were just moving out left, right, and center. It was like all oh, ten of us in a two bedroom. Yeah. It what it didn't feel tight. I didn't feel like. I guess that's why I don't have no issues with like you know privacy. You know, I'm used to people walking around half naked. That's just that's like the norm. What's that? Closing doors when exactly. you're young. Privacy. You What's you that? Close doors to get dressed. <laughs> well, I'm like, what are you hiding? Everything you have, me done have. I'm like, uh, but I uh. So it's like, you know, when I'm people like, oh, try on this, yes. I just put yep. the clothes on. Like, I'm not walking away. I'm not hiding. I'm not shielding a lot. Like, it's just, it's different. It's a different mindset. You know, you grow up with, you got siblings and you got cousins who are basically sibling extensions. And I thought that was, that was amazing. I just love that. And it's still yep. just so humbling too. Cause you know, you can't have, you can't have a lot of bravado and like attitude you growing up with all these people they're not gonna let your head get big at all so it's like yeah you know it keeps you humble it allows you to you know, kind of be able to see like you know sometimes we had to go without because i wasn't rocking jordans everywhere and i didn't i didn't get my first pair of jordans mm-hmm. until i was working and could buy them myself shoot when i had someone for jordan she'd be like um jordan pay partners right i said never shoot. mind never mind I'm gonna just go sit down. I don't need them. It's all right. That's it. So you know, it was just it was different. But I'm, That's I it. feel like when That's I talk it. to my friends now, it's very similar to a lot of other African American households where if your parents ain't have it, you wasn't trying to worry about it because to ask for it was just gonna get you clowned or worse. So you know, it was cool. I loved it. I still love it. Still loving it. I mean, I'm not gonna say yep. it was always easy, but you know. Caribbean parents just have such an outlook for your life. Like they are already planning for you to do so much more than they did. So it's like, you know, sometimes it was kind of hard to have that kind of pressure, you know? Cause it's like, it's like I want to do something. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. always more like creative. Like I would have rather done something creative in like music or whatever. My parents were like, so doctor lawyer nurse uh teacher oh yeah they had lawyer professions like <laughs> lined out right you know i mean as long as you could take care of what you had to take care of i think they were okay mm-hmm. but the ideal in their mind was like these professions like they wanted you to be like a big success and sometimes for a lot of people that's a yep. lot of pressure to carry around 
even as a kid because it's like you got to get good grades you got to go to college you got to and I mean you know what if you're a kid that don't do well in school like luckily for me I flourished but I've seen like even my family mm-hmm. members where not everybody was flourishing like school was not for them so it was it was rough you know sometimes mentally yeah. dealing with that but ain't like you was gonna talk about it <laughs> was it nobody was sitting around talking about their feelings it was just kind of like just get get it done just go on get it done you don't have time for all that go on with the wind that's that it was different but it was definitely a lot of fun you definitely get your creative juices flowing when you have cousins and you got to use your imagination to have fun man listen imagination yeah like spongebob said imagination i mean what about you because exactly. I know you grew up in, you know, we kind of, our lives intertwined, but I feel like you also had like a whole nother side to your life that I didn't always get to see. Yes. When you was in Harlem, that was Harlem. When you was in the Bronx, that was the Bronx. Like... Bronx, yeah. So for all of you who don't know, I lived, like me and Shereen, basically, you could say we lived in the Directly same house. So my mine. grandmother's apartment was. Yep. One directly F2F. above Shireen's like my grandmother's on the second exactly that was it and um so we've always been in each other's lives like when your mom yep. and them came here they were at my grandmother's house like your mom and them yep. knew my mom before I was even thought of you know and then here you know they're having kids and now all of us are growing up together and I just feel like we had such an awesome childhood because let's, let's one be we grew that up in the 90s time, let's let's just that put that out there. like the 90s the, the late 80s the 90s were like the best time to be a child you know we grew up during that time where um there was a sense of community. So yep. we always had each other's backs, you know? And when I was like four or five, my mom decided like, okay, you're going to go live with your grandmother because her mom had passed away. So there was no one really in Harlem that could watch me to take me to school because my mother's schedule was kind of funky with the job that she had. So I... Moved in with my grandmother and I'm there and it's you, it's me, it's all of our cousins, you know, and I'm just like, wow, like at that point, I didn't even notice that my siblings were missing because you were, you guys were really like my siblings, you know, like they always say your cousins are your first best friends. They're like your, like you said, sibling extensions, like that's what you guys were for me, you know? So, like, growing up with you guys, I can remember, like, summertime, we would just all be outside. Both your, your apartment windows and my grandmother's windows were to the front. So, we could just be outside until whatever time because yep. all they had to do was peep their head out the window and be like, That's come inside. You couldn't go too far. And if you went too far, if even if you went too far, yep. there were, like, other people in the community, like, where are you going? Yeah. you're not supposed to pass here you know what I'm saying so we grew up like I said we grew up with that sense of community we we all had each other's backs like summertime we're outside playing oh don't forget the Chinese Friday nights food McDonald's runs, runs man, White Castle listen. runs we're going down the hill but that was like special oh, times you know, used to go to rent videos it was a lot just of people, like, y'all ain't gonna know about that 
but we had a video rental. Yes. We didn't even have Blockbuster. They Blockbuster. were on Grand Concourse. Yeah, they were right into the pizza shop. And they used to be me in there like, yeah, we're about to get this Kung Fu Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, right next you know, to the pizza shop. People love their Kung Fu movies. We, what? Yep. And country and western. Don't Kung forget Fu it. And country and, and western. western. Don't forget the country and western. Right. And then, and then when my grandmother, when she got ill, and then that's when my mom was like, all right, you're coming back to Harlem. I missed it so much because my mother's side of the family, it's big, but most of my cousins were way older than me. I didn't have anyone in my age group. So now all of you guys, I'm not seeing you all as often, you know? So I'm in Harlem. Don't get me wrong. I rap Harlem to the day that I die. Like, I love Harlem. I love Harlem. I love Harlem. I love Harlem. But Bronx is really where uh-huh. I felt the most. From Bronx coming, like, into your most... extension. Yes. <laughs> like, no lie. Exactly. At home. My building, that building that I grew up in, yeah, was literally, girl. like, so Caribbean. I mean, it was us. We had the, the Antiguans, and then we had the Jamaicans Every that was just like our family. Floor. Everybody grew up so intertwined. Like, my older brother and like the Jamaicans from upstairs yep. and then our other cousins and everybody was in the same building because remember exactly. we had cousins that was living upstairs too and I was like everybody. yo this is madness like yep, yep. we had family on yep. like almost every floor on a six floor walk not walk up but a six floor building but yeah and then I got to Harlem and it was just like wow and then my grandmother passed and it was like after my grandmother passed I just felt like I couldn't leave Harlem. It was like my mom was just like, no, you're not going, you're not going, you're not going. Like, that's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if it was because she, she was scared, you had like no she didn't want me to, to, to take the train by myself or whatever. After your grandmother passed, like, like, that was, that was yeah, like an era. You know? Literally was like an era. It really was. It was like Granny passed and the family just went all separate ways definite definite shift so that right there really like broke my heart and a few years later after she passed when she passed that really messed me up because it was like wow the last time I saw my cousin was when my grandmother he wasn't passed that old and now either. I'm going to his funeral that was the thing. His and after age that funeral was what was really he wasn't because I was yes because I think I was 16 so he was probably like 18 yeah, 19 when he passed the most 20 I can't remember but when he passed and I was like, yo, the last time I saw my cousin alive was at another funeral. I said, nope, that's it. I didn't care. I was like, my, my school Metro card, I get three rides. I said, one ride is going to take me to school. And that Friday, that second ride is going to take me to the Bronx because I'm going to see my cousins. And I will never forget, it was senior year of high school. I just started going back by my cousins. I would just... Take yep. the train. The I'm hills, taking a four. I'm 176. And that's when I the started hills. coming up. They were getting me started. I used to be like, I'm a transfer. I'm a transfer. A lot of mercy. <laughs> 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 I was like, y'all take the stairs because I cannot with these. Oh, hills. my 
God, that oh, man. If you want exercise, hill, that hill, that hill. Yeah. Take and train. Exactly. And it was like, after that, after that, I'm just like, yeah, like, this is, this is my family. Like, y'all are my family. Like, this is where I felt so close to you guys. And from nope. then, I have I not lost drive. contact with anyone. Like, a lot of my family, a lot of my family, like, yo, you're like granny. Like, you're like the group. Because without you, I wouldn't see this person. I wouldn't see that person. And I'm like, it's crazy because only I used to live in the same house at one point. How is that even possible that y'all don't see each other? You know? So I feel like during that time, we were we were a family. Like, we're still family, but our actions are more like people yeah. just yeah. passing and win. You know? And like you said, back then... Even even with their 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 stressing about like what you need to be when you grow up, yep. it was still, was still all in together. one accord. Everybody was raising like, everybody's children. It was never exactly nobody was everybody ever doing anything was, alone. I don't know anything about a single mother because I'm like I don't know I don't know what that is because it's just like my exactly because was just like okay you think you're getting away from like what is a single mom family member? no it's literally just like she is my other mother all my mom's sisters and brothers they're just like other parents to me because it's just like and i mean you know it's different it depends on you know their age or how they act because i definitely have an uncle that's younger than my older brother we're not gonna get mm-hmm. into that but i'm just saying you know what i'm saying like i have an uncle that's younger yep. than my brother <laughs> and it's like Girl, that's another exactly. that's another like, topic. That's you know, another episode. That's like, another episode. It, they were definitely all working <laughs> together. Like you could tell, like their their connection was strong for real. Cause no child was gonna get like they they were they they were yep. and they are the definition of no child left behind. Like if you think about the concept, like what it should be, it's like yo, if my child is gonna have, your child is gonna yep. have. Like we had cousins, they dressed alike. Girl. For how many years of their lives? They're two not different twins. households. Sometimes. They come from two different women, but they were born months um, apart. But I they was dressed like alike my twins. You're four years apart. So your parents tell you wearing that. That's exactly. What you, That's you know what I'm saying? Like, so oh, it's okay, like, so we twinning. A man, listen, hand me downs yep. or twinning triplets, whatever it was. Like that's just how the dynamic was with us growing up, and I feel like with a lot of people from the Caribbean, that's just what they brought with them, because they're coming from their homeland to a place that they know nothing about. So they're gonna stick together. But I feel like once they got here. And they did what they had to do to survive. Now they have kids and their kids are like, you know, growing up and grown. That sense of needing the family has definitely just kind of died for me. And that is what, that is how I saw it when I went to Shane's funeral. I was like, nah. My family is not rocking out like this. Like, I'm not going to spend another two years right. and then hear of another family member that passed away and the last time I saw them was at this funeral. You definitely don't want to be nah. like... And I can it feel that. Happening. I can feel the dynamics changing. Like, you know, once everybody got to, like, high school and then, you know, once college starts hitting, like, when you start to become an adult, mm-hmm. especially in 
New York. I'm not going to say in America. I don't know all of the other states. But in New York, it's like one of those things where once you start to work, that starts to dominate your entire life. And you can start to feel the strain on the family ties because yep. it's like everybody's trying to, you know, get their goals out the way and, you know, move up in the world and blah, blah, blah. And it's like you don't have the... you In your mind, it's like you don't mm-hmm. have the time for family. I am not set up that way. I don't know if I'm set apart or different from like some of my other cousins or like whatever, but I'm not set up that way. And I feel like on some level, none of us are because no matter what, anytime we actually get back together, Mm -hmm. it's like no time has passed. And sometimes we'll just find ways to be around each other. Like once the party scene started kicking, it's like, okay, now I have something else that I'm connecting with them in. Or like the holidays, you know, holidays is a big thing. So it's like mm-hmm. deep down, the family ties are yep. one of those things that just it never goes away. I could there are people that I have not seen in years, 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 mm-hmm. years, and I hate that. I hate that I haven't seen them in years. Like that bothers me. But it's not always a case yep. where I can jump up and go and see people. Yep. So I like when my family, like I have some family members that'll be like, no, we mm-hmm. have to get together or whatever. So. Like, I push for that, but I don't feel like I do it enough. Because sometimes I try, but when people start telling me, nah, they can't make it and nah, 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 I start being like, well, forget that. Like, I'm not putting all this effort in and you're going to tell me, nah, 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 you can't make it. Like, I get, I take that kind of personal, yeah. Exactly. Especially when you notice that you're doing it, you're doing it for every event like okay so you just don't want to hang with us I and that's you just fine. Say that don't get me wrong i understand you know some people Annoying. get exactly because you do have you do have some people family or family not that they just after a while it's like all right i grew up with you i don't really need to hang with you and that's not you know, just being like in growing America. like, like that's people just grow out of their family, family like, period like they just be like that's not exactly that's not for me anymore and that's, you know like that's honest maybe they don't feel like they're as inclusive or like they're not on the same wave like that we used to be on or whatever because i mean i have family members that i'd be like oh y'all mm-hmm. different different today mm-hmm. oh y'all finna be different different and i just be like all right I still Man, listen. Back when, I, got, but I, I got family members. I got family members that I remember, for instance, went to a party. And I'm like, yo, that's my cousin. Rolled up on him. Was like, hey, what's up? Da, 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 da. And they looked me in my face and was like, I don't remember wow. you. I said, really? Oh, okay. And I see them at parties all the time. And I don't say nothing to them. And I'm like, you don't remember me, but you just told me like two, three years ago. But you don't remember me. It's like people like that. You know what I'm saying? Now, me, don't get me wrong. I got some family members. I look at them and I'll be like, oh, here we go. I'm not saying nothing to them. Like, they need to hold me <laughs> on them because if they come I mean, it's, it's it's not, not That's nice. all family for real. For. I mean, but you're not going to say that you don't but, remember them. You're not going to say that you don't know them. But exactly and trust me if 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 something popped off with them and i'm there i'm jumping in for my family that's exactly <laughs> just don't come over don't talk to me right now like you don't talk to me right now but i'm not gonna see you like, yeah, i'm not gonna yeah, see yeah. you get cursed out or hurt or nothing i'm not doing that because at the end of the day you are my family and i know that you're my family you know 
And and back to what we were saying, you know, just growing up, because I can't talk about as an adult because I feel like, yes, I'm still growing, but I've reached the adult stage. So just like the kids part of it. I just feel like that chunk of it taught me so much. Like when I look back, I'm like, yo, I learned so much between the ages of like five and 14 about myself, about my family, about like just living and and wanting more. That's one thing that they definitely instilled in us. Don't settle for just what you see is okay. Like it's like always do exactly. Yeah. Do better than me. Be better than me. And that's always been instilled in me. To now that I'm like instilling that in my daughter. You know what I'm saying? I instill it into like the youth at church because I'm just like, you wanna always do better than the generation before you. And that generation taught taught me that. You know, you know my mom don't have. I no, mean, of course they taught no you that in a different way. You her, know, her lesson was her mom was mom. I mean, was they like, like we're you, first. She I need you to do better. Um, who gonna take care of me? I'd be like, wait, what happened in us? <laughs> she was just like, let's be looking at like exactly like, serious. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not gonna take care of my mother. Of course, I'm gonna take care of my mother. Like my mom gets under my skin like nobody else, but. Would I leave her anywhere? No. I'm just like her in a lot of ways. And I've seen my mom taking everybody kids. I'm talking everybody kids. And seeing that, seeing everybody, my mom take yeah. care of other people, yeah, sometimes she's coarse. And yeah, sometimes she just she just say whatever she want to say to whomever. And I mean, I, I, I got to love that about her. But it's just like watching her yes. also... And in the same breath, take in someone else's responsibilities, taking other people's children because they are my family and, you know, make mm-hmm. sure that they stay on top of their stuff. Like that set my foundation. Like yeah. I, when I have friends and they're like real, like real friends, I draw them into my family. Like I draw them in. Cause I'm like, once you in here, yeah. that's it. Like you come to yeah. my house for Thanksgiving. That's it. Nobody's treating you with no kid gloves. They're not, they're going to be nice for about an hour. <laughs> and I'm giving them a bunch of doubt But like, honestly, I draw them in because it's like, I feel like. But yeah, like, but this, that's this how... is what it takes to be my friend. Like you have to, you got to be family. Like you are a cousin. That's, that's how it is. And see, that's the thing. That's what I, that, it all goes back mm-hmm. to the sense of community, the sense of family. Because even me, I tell people all the time, I don't have friends. Once me and you get really, really good, like, you go from associate to family. That in-between part, between associate and family, that was the point in session for us. It was nice, Exactly. But once but once I'm comfortable with you, once I, I I'm you're loyal to me and I'm loyal to you and stuff like that, you are no longer an associate for me. You are family. And that's it. Like I have friends, my friends call my mom and my father and aunts and, and stuff like that. They call them auntie. They call them uncle. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And I do the same thing for them, you know? Because that's just how we grew up. It's like, yo, family is family. You, you know how many play cousins we got? I don't know nothing about it. 
they would I, I would hear things but on TV I said I'd be like oh, we now, use the cousin. phrase play I cousin. just call you my cousin because you know what I'm saying this is like it's not until it's not until you get older you're yeah, like cause you, so you're not you related people right? like all your life like bro I remember all my life you've been there and it's just like no we're not related in oh, your head wow Exactly. And in your head, it's like, okay, exactly. you're calling their parent auntie or uncle. They're calling your parent auntie and uncle. That's my cousin. And you come to find out, oh no, that was just my neighbor <laughs> from back home. Wait, like, cause no blood so here, we're like nothing? not related. Not a marriage at all? Like, no okay. blood relation, no nothing. Or like, I got, I got this lady that I call my aunt. And she grew up with my mom and my my aunts and my uncle but her father had kids with my great aunt so there's no like no blood relation to me at all and when I found that out I was so blown because I'm like what do you mean you could fool me like this is my aunt you could have fooled like what you mean that's not my aunt you know what I'm saying it was just so it's just so mind-boggling but that is because like you said like how your mom, she 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 will take care of this person, child, that person, child. And at the end of the day, yeah, it might be a cousin, it might be a friend's child. You know what I'm saying? But they never, they they always made them feel like family. Yep. They never made them feel like outsider. Yep. Like, oh, you're such and such, pick me. Even if you are such and such, pick and me, it don't really matter because I'm taking either, care They're going to pull you up on the bed. Because... Girl, don't come home with no bag. Don't come with no attitude. Because I've seen when they hit strangers with umbrellas. Like, excuse me, young man, why are your pants hanging down below you? But I'm like, mommy, do you know him? Hello. You, you know him? No, but he walking with somebody I know, so I need to understand. I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's like that's how they are. That's like, it. And it's you're getting the that's same it. treatment across the board. We eating, you eating. You hungry and you need food? Don't worry about it. Because I we got you. We got you. <laughs> Food is nothing. That's what my mother always says. Yeah, even kids, when you we know, ain't want to share. Like, oh, but this is my favorite. One thing for that's sure. That's you One thing for sure. I learned a long time ago. One plate <laughs> of Chinese food can feed Yo. plenty right. people. Because you, me, Raheem, either Shane or Akeem, whoever was upstairs at the time. Granny bought four chicken wings and fried rice. Everybody get one chicken wing and fried rice. And we all had our own colored cup. And you get something to drink. And we eat and we full and we satisfied. It's only now you hearing people talking about they buying this child four chicken wings and fried rice. And that child make a plate. What? Because it was like, who's doing dishes? No, sir, we're going to split this right here. Split you know, as it. you get older, the portion get a little bigger. You might get two food. We split it right here. If you got some little, you know what I'm saying? You can, it's not, but other than that, and I'm like, there's no plate. Like, exactly. Let's another plate. You just take the top off, split the food, boom, two plates right there. That's and it. And that's, that's how it. you do it. That's how you that's make it, it work. My mom always said, food is nothing. Nothing. Yep. If somebody's hungry, that is nothing for you to get. Food somebody. is so. If you have food, you can definitely share with somebody else. Exactly. And trust me. As much as you think it might not be enough, it turns out to be enough. For real, for real. And I just feel like that's back something home. that they yep. brought with them from back home, as they say. You know, 
they come from a time when you cook one meal and the man get the biggest meat and everybody yep. else get the water and they like to drop it and stuff like that. They have one dolly. And every Christmas they just, they put the doll up and then take it back you down every Christmas. Like, I said, you had what? That's when, that see, telling a story like it. that definitely showed us how much we actually had here. Because then when I realized I had like four or five dolls and my mom is telling me she only had one, it's like, oh. oh that you could play, look, that you could play with for the for as long as you want because you know that you gonna get more dolls throughout the year. You didn't have to wait for Christmas to get a doll. I loved I and I still yo see all those stories that they used to tell about back home and stuff. I found those to be so fun and funny. Like our parents really had a time growing up, and they gave. I just feel like those stories. Like we have our own stories, and their stories are way different than ours. I'm. But you can still, it's, it was crazy. Because, I always like, when I would yeah. listen to their stories, when I would listen to their stories, I'm not even going to front. I would always wish that I could like. Could have been there? Yes. Back to the future. And just go Whoa. back and see how it was. Because it just sounds like so much fun when they tell you about all the things that they did when they were little playing marbles and, and rounders and, and John all these things. And I you, used it, to be like, wait, what? Yeah, those are the things you know what I'm saying those are the things I used to be like oh my god I wish I had a time machine to just I wish go I could back just and see, them, see how, it how was. they were you know cause you know your parents always put on a front exactly. like they were angels for the most part and then as you start to oh, get yes. a little older they start to drop little nuggets like oh so you weren't always good oh, mm-hmm. glad you let me yep. know that like yep. I used to love them so that's lovely exactly. somebody's when you start talking about Good your childhood, that's when you realize where yeah. you are now. <laughs> and I literally just was like, yeah. Man, listen. Oh, we had a time. I had an imagination. I mean, I still have an imagination. I mean, you know this because you talk to me all the time. But when I tell you, I'm, those games. Yeah, those man, were the good times. Play games, you build tents, you do all, you find all kind of things to do in the house. Man, we did so many things when we were younger. Like, Raced into the top of the ceiling by oh, putting yes. one foot on like each wall and climbing up. Oh, we used to be doing the absolute. You know most. how many times Granny cussed because the wild dusty <laughs> from the people in the bottom foot on them, yeah. or playing twister with no twister Facts. board, just making it up as you go. Or making summertime when you get ices. Somebody had you a get ices in your freezer. Somebody had a chalkboard. We was doing school. We did everything. Everybody getting yeah. icy. Everybody getting an ice cream. That ice cream truck came. Everybody made sure they had a dollar because they knew yep. he was coming. It didn't matter what time. They knew he was coming. So everybody had or to get a dollar. Or you go to the corner store and get the, get the or big the ice. icy man. The long ones in the plastic. The that you big ice. The long ones. children one. Man, so listen. So good. Oh, that blue one was my favorite. Red light. Red light, red light, you know, one, two, three, tag. You know, my skin, yeah, yeah. And you know, what's crazy is that those are American games, but we, we, we definitely twisted it. We, we used to do all kind of crazy things, we had our own rules, and I feel like all of that stems from the, the upbringing that we had. We ain't have, like you said, we ain't have it. 
like some people. You go to some people's house, they got every game, every doll, every this, every that. We ain't have that luxury. So we made it up as Girl, we I went along. Time I drew cards. Hello? Like, why am I making my own cards? Okay. You draw, you do what you gotta do. You make your own Uno cards, you create games, you make up adventures that exactly. you can go on. Under my table was a and safari. And we did that off of the ba- off of the fact that our parents did that from when they were little. So when they come here, they have kids, and we like we boy them to hello, go find yep. something for do. And we found mm-hmm. something to do. And sometimes it might get down yes. about Licks. yes, yes, who a climb up wild or make you climb up the wild. <laughs> Nobody named Spider Man, oh, but we was climbing up and we was racing too. You know what I'm saying? We just did things like that, and and I feel like that that kind of set us up for like our teenage years and our adult years. I feel like all of that also, because of what yeah, they. I also help with like a lot of peer pressure stuff too. Because just just being like the little whatever fear that I had instilled in me as a child, I'll tell you right now, I still have a little bit of that in here. I still like when my mom said my name a certain way, I still get shook. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie about it. I'm not even gonna front for the podcast listeners. I get a little shook when my mom called my name a certain way. And I just be like, yo, I right. not, I think it's more so now that I don't want to disappoint her. But when I was younger, and you hear your name a certain way, it's like, no, I don't want the blow. I don't want to. I don't want to get hit. Like, like you finding every, every excuse. You're finding every which you're way. Up a book. To to to. You trying to look. Like, you going to sleep early. Tired. You cleaning up. You doing dishes. You doing everything. Possible. You gotta wash the, the whole kitchen. Even to this day. Like, oh. And it's like, yeah, all of that when I went to Even school. Even to this day. When I got to school, people be like, oh, let's do this. I'm like, nah. Nah. My mother is not set nope. up like that. No. No sway. No, I don't want to skip. No. I don't want to not do my homework. No, I don't want to do that. I want to live. And I exactly. tell my friends, I'm like, yeah, I want to live. Exactly. I, I think I should just want to live to see tomorrow. Like even now, I'm t- I, I tell my mom stories and say somebody curses in the story, and I'm saying instead of saying fuck, I'm saying, oh f. Yep. And I'm thirty something years old. It's just you know it's ingrained that respect is ingrained. The way we grew up, it instilled in us certain like morals and values and respect and stuff like that. That when we talk to people, when we talk to the youth, when we talk to other adults, they know they can't just come to us with just come any old kind of way. A certain yeah. eye. You know what I'm saying? Like, come correct. Like if you're gonna talk to me, you're gonna talk to me as an adult because I am an adult. If you're gonna come to me as your advisor, then I need that level of respect. Like you're not gonna come talk to me like I'm one of your friends in your classes in high school or whatever. So I feel like how we grew up set us up for what we expect from other people when it comes to us. Because I find a lot of these adults still act like kids and I said, this don't make no sense. But that's again another topic for another time. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to wrap this up, guys. So we definitely can like People know when it comes to me and and Remy, we definitely got the gift of gab. <laughs> oh man, you ain't never lied. Oh bless our hearts. Yeah. 
So for all our listeners out there, we hope that you enjoyed this first episode. Check us out for the second episode. We're going to discuss... I feel like this is something that we need to discuss. Um, from the jump, like I'm not even going to wait. We're going to discuss sex in our next episode. Great. So if you have... Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. So if you have any questions that you would like us to answer if you have any comments about this first episode please let us know drop us a line drop us any any kind of messages let us know what you think let us know what you think we should add or subtract yeah and if you have a topic yeah i sound like such a teacher i am it's so all right it's sorry. quarantine it's it quarantine has been break. a long month <laughs> And I have become she a worn teacher many to hats. my eight-year-old. So I'm so sorry. Yes, I do. But seriously, if there's anything that you want us to discuss, let us know. If there's anything that you want us to add or anything you think that we could do differently for our next episode or our next episodes, let us know. We are open for criticism. We, we, we take our craft very seriously. And we want you guys to enjoy. Yeah. So, on that note, do you have any last words, Rini? Uh, I just want to say thank you for listening to us. Um, and we hope that you guys enjoy this and enjoy this outlet. I mean, you know, we're just here, you know, just having a real talk. This is real big people chat. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. we just talking about what we see, what we know, and what we've learned. And that, I mean, what more is there to really say? Like, we just look forward to getting to know everyone and putting stuff out there that you guys want to listen to yep 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 so thanks for listening guys and this was big chat with Marla and Rini with Marla and Rini check us out big chat with Marla and Rini Dropping every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Hey guys, it's Rini. Just wanted to let you know you can follow us on Instagram at Big Chat WMR and on Facebook at Big Chat with Mala and Rini.